every year I've been pivoting my business into the pre-sale first and then into the resale and then started getting into a lot of refis. And then this year, probably like a lot of brokers, switches and transfers. The most inspiring stories from today's most successful mortgage brokers. Join your host, Scott Peckford, on I Love Mortgage Brokering. Hey, Broker Nation. Welcome to the show today. Today on the show, I have Sandro Mariotti. Sandro is a mortgage broker based at a North Van and been friends for some time now. And I'm excited to have him on the show with us. Also, this show is sponsored by Lendful.ca. So if you're looking for an unsecured loan for your client, whether it's to clean up some debt, to improve ratios, check out Lendful.ca and tell them you heard about them on I Love Mortgage Brokering. Those guys are awesome and they've been helping a lot of brokers in our community. So, Sandro, welcome to the show, brother. Excited to be here. Thanks for having me. So we've known each other for some time and um, I thought, hey, if you're in town, get to come to World Headquarters, which is really not that much, but it looks... (laughs) Very impressive. Very impressive. Yes, thank you for saying that. And uh, I wanted to just talk to you about your business, how things are going. So tell me, how did you get into the... Well, when did you get in the mortgage business and how long have you been in it? I'll be rounding my seventh year in February 2019, so I'm just coming through my sixth year. And what were you doing before you got into mortgages? I was an area sales manager for a big manufacturer, territory sales manager for BC, Alberta, and Saskatchewan. And so what prompted you to leave that? Mm-hmm. Because that was that commission, or was that sort of like uh, I had base a- plus? Base plus, so I had a really healthy base plus bonus. Right, yeah. so then to jump into the abyss of strike commission, what mm-hmm. was the compelling thing that made you decide to do that? Everyone says instability of the mind, but <laughs> I think we have we've talked about this. Where I think we both have the same instability. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was a road warrior. I was putting fifty thousand kilometers a year on my on my company car. I was in and out of airports: Calgary, Edmonton, Regina, Saskatoon. I just I started having kids and. I just couldn't deal with it anymore. So I needed something that would keep me home. So it was more travel-based. Okay, so then and how did it go in those first years when you decided to jump into mortgages? Again, everyone thought I was crazy, but I hit the ground running. I had some connections that I was able to leverage. I got into the pre-sale game. We had a fantastic program through Origin that enabled me to cap rates for an extended period of time. So I just went knocking from pre-sale center to pre-sale center. I eventually got in front of executive level individuals who were making decisions, created some partnerships with some pretty big developers, and yeah, the rest is history. It just And so what percentage up. of your business would you say was the pre-sale when you first 100%. started? 100%. 100%. 100%. So you found a, a niche, you found mm-hmm. a, you guys, your company had a, a specific mm-hmm. solution for mm-hmm. it, and then you just went out and, and yeah, hammered it. Hammered it. And, yeah. and so at what point did you transition into not, because that's not all your business now, right? No, no, absolutely. Very little of it is my business now. So I had a game plan, sort of a short, medium, and long term plan when I came into this business. In the pre sale game, you don't get paid commission until it funds. Right. So, so, it's, a lo- so it's a patience thing. You got to wait. Yeah. So I was building business for the following year. Mm-hmm. But prior to leaving my previous position, I padded myself. So I knew that I was going to be making a transition. So I was able to bank some money in, in advance of that. So 100% of my business was that. And then about year two or three, I started getting phone calls from those clients that I had done business with. Oh, we're thinking of moving. We just had a baby. Um, you know. So then I just started to turn that book over. And then in year three, I really almost hard stop, pulled away from pre-sale, yeah. and I went into resale and just like a traditional brokering. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. So one of the things I like to ask is like, what's something that's, because the industry or your business is so fluctuates based on market, based yeah. on opportunity. Yeah. So what's something that's working really well for you right now? Well, I've been in a unique position to, in these first few years, is that every year I've 
been pivoting my business. So like I said, into the pre-sale first and then into the resale and then started getting into a lot of refis. And then this year, probably like a lot of brokers, switches and transfers. So I hit that hard yeah. this year. So that's been good. And then more than that, I have an opportunity to be in a, in a Remax office on the North Shore. So that's working really well for me. Right. So yeah. what, just out of curiosity, what percentage of business would you say comes from real estate agents mm-hmm. versus other activities? Well, right now the pendulum hasn't swung over to the real estate partnerships. Most of my business is coming from my book and just turning that over mm-hmm. and clients referring me to friends, family, colleagues, etc. Right now, the realtors are the cream on the top, but yeah. it's just good to be connected into that for sure. Right, and build good partnerships. Yeah. And so is there some app or tool that you have found to be mm-hmm. really useful in your business? Because we all have different ways we do things sure. slightly, but is there something that you like, just were like, man, this thing is like, really helps me? Yeah, well, being with Origin, I have Velocity, and mm-hmm. I've only ever known Auto and Velocity, so that's that for me is critical. File, deal management, CRM, it's all kind of built in, so that's good. And then for an app, which was a game changer for me in terms of structuring, and I'm like you, it's mm-hmm. kind of minute by minute usually. Yeah, but schedule once, right? Is just, so how do you what, what how do you use it? That's you found to be useful. I just it's in my. Instead of going back and forth with clients, it's here, book a time. Right. Simply just book a time. Somewhat embarrassed to say, but there were so many times I'd forget mm-hmm. that I had client calls or meetings. I'd be like, oh, you know, scrambling last second. So that has been a huge thing for me to have it all sort of right there. And it's got front. the reminders and stuff. It's got built the reminders. It populates my calendar. It's cross synced yeah. with this and that. And my, you can't double book, which is something else book. that you do if you're just doing them verbally. I, I know before yeah. I used a, a calendar software, I do. Mm-hmm. And so if you don't know what that is, if you guys mm-hmm. are listening, if you don't have a calendar software, there's schedule once. There's also Calendly is another one. Mm-hmm. That works the same functions, mm-hmm. and I've used both of them for different things. But right. it's such a great tool for meetings. You can use them for face-to-face meetings, for totally. phone call meetings, yeah. for you know reviews. And clients like to be able to choose when they want to communicate with you. And there's no phone tag because the other problem is, is you phone them, yeah. they're busy, and it's yeah. just this whole like dance, back and, and it's, forth, it's just back awkward. And forth, yeah. And so uh, the beauty of that too is that you can create different because I have the Origin office, then I have the Remax office, mm-hmm. so you can book and it's all right there. This office or this office, we're doing a phone call. You can set the time, so the parameter. So I have my initial discovery meeting, which I think I borrowed from you. Actually, yeah, yeah, that's okay. <laughs> and then oh, we're all borrowing. We're <laughs> yeah. all Borrowers here. That's, well, actually, right. that's, true. that's actually really true. We're all yeah. borrowers. Yeah. So, and then I have the follow up call and then just quick questions, right? So right. each one has a different time allotted to it. Right. So that's the other piece. You can create different calendar events to mm-hmm. share so that, and you can even only have certain times. So you could be like, hey, I'll do these types of things, but only on this day. So when that's I, right. for instance, when I typically book a podcast, I have mm-hmm. a podcast booking mm-hmm. link mm-hmm. that puts my podcast recording days on a day that I actually know yeah. I can do them. Yeah. And so it allows me to like, Sort of manage the calendar without people realizing you're managing the calendar. That's They're just right. like, oh, there's only time available here, right? That's right. So it, it creates a sense of urgency as well when there's mm-hmm. only certain time spots that are available. So yeah, I do the same. So I create certain. So I know that on Tuesdays and Thursdays, this is typically what my appointments look like. Right. Or and or for instance, you could be like, hey, in the mornings, I need to get my my proactive work done if I want to do my calls, so I don't book any calls at those times, and yeah. then I'll yeah, that, you block it out, block yeah, it out. Yeah. So yeah. you're not getting interrupted for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. 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 So tell me about I noticed that like because when we've had other discussions we mm-hmm. both are wired in terms of like creative and like mm-hmm. ideas. So what kind of structure have you put around in order to try to help 
Because for me, I have found when I have like a morning routine mm-hmm. or a, a mm-hmm. the more structure I have, the more I'm able to stay right. focused. So what yeah. kind of things have you put in place to help you with that? Time blocking, you know, so I know that usually fresh in the morning, I start at 9.30. So my, my routine is wake up, get the kids out. I'm a big proponent of meditation. Mm-hmm. So AM, PM, TM. So that means in the morning and in the evening, I do my transcendental meditation, 20 minutes that just kind of sets quiets my mind, gets me ready for the day, and it's quick, it's 20 minutes. Turns off the monkey brain. That's <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's hard to do, but yeah, the meditation is a big thing. I mm-hmm. highly recommend it. And then I'm usually picking up the phone with that in mind around 10 a.m. Right. And then from usually 10 to 12, I'm either calling realtors, I'm calling Viv, who is my back end, and I wouldn't survive without her. She underwrites all my deals. So I check in with her, see what's going on, what the live deals are, what we got sort of cooking. I'll call existing, and depending on the day, mm-hmm. right? I'll call existing clients where they are, giving them updates. I'll call towards the end of the week anyone that's in a pre-approval situation and I know that they're actively shopping. I'll just check in with them. Check in with the realtors towards the end of the week too. Hey, what's going on? Open houses, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, I have found that the more, you know, the ADD that I sort of Mm -hmm. have is Mm -hmm. that the more structure I put in place, that the better I'm able to function that keeps me on track. And so uh, let's talk about team for a second. Mm -hmm. So there's always, there's kind of three areas to your business, leads, team, systems. So you got systems sort of built in through velocity that Mm -hmm. takes care of a lot of stuff for Mm -hmm. you. In terms of team, Mm -hmm. tell me like who, who helps you be able to like right. do files. What do you have? So I've got the back end at Origin available to me. So I have Patty and Viv. I find that ninety five percent of my deals, just because Viv and I are simpatico in that mm-hmm. way, she manages most of that. So I have direct access to her, and that's been great. She knows how I conduct business and my personality and, and yeah. acts accordingly. Yeah. So she's a bit of a, a mother hen for me as well, which is great. We need yeah. that. <laughs> and then I've got Liz at Western Broker Services, and I've had her probably since year two or three, like when she started to break away. Mm-hmm. How long ago that was? I was maybe one of her first clients because I recognized right away I can't birthday cards, anniversaries, you know, gifts, closing, like all that stuff. Like, you have it all just taken care of outsourced. Yeah. The only thing that in a perfect world, I'm high level strategy with my clients and sales. Right. Relationship building, yeah. building relationships with realtors through yeah. your realtor partnerships, yeah. as well as past clients. Exactly. And then files come in, you do your strategy, come mm-hmm. up with it, you hand it to Viv. Mm-hmm. And then once that file gets processed, mm-hmm. you have follow-up systems, like you said. Yeah. Uh, and so what kind of things in your follow-up system? You do an anniversary card or do you an anniversary? I, I, I do an annual review. So I've got a whole package surrounding that. And you send it to them? Yeah. Snail mail, it gets sent. There's a self-addressed envelope in there, prepaid postage. What what's percentage of your clients will fill that out? Very few, yeah. to be honest. But what it does is an invitation to treat. You know? Right. So on that I may not get it back. I'm always actually kind of surprised that I get them back mm-hmm. um, because it's just as easy to do this or send a quick text. Or, mm-hmm. But it's just a top of mind thing. And in that, I send, it gives me a reason to send the two movie tickets that I send out right. at that time. So every year I'd say, hey, you know, congrats, another year down. 
go enjoy yourself. Take it, you know, take go to the break, movies. Go to the movies. And right. So they're probably like, like they're look tearing through that. Yeah, thing. Yeah. They're looking for the movie tickets. What, what are you bringing? Yeah, yeah, what are you? Who cares yeah, about yeah, that? I'm like, yeah, I'm, woo, go, I'm go to the movie. I'm going to the Scotiabank Theater. Yeah. Where you're richer than you think. That's right. <laughs> that was a good plug right here, Scotiabank. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So you guys should like send us some money or something. Yeah. I was kidding. Pay for my movie tickets. Yeah. So yeah, so I got the annual review. Of course, the birthdays. I send out a scratch and win with the birthday. Hey, mm-hmm. good luck on your birthday. You know, I do the monthly newsletter. I do Cutco closing gift on intake. I send out a coffee card. Hey, kick back, relax, have a cup of coffee on me. I got you covered. That's on that after the discovery call. After the discovery call, right? Yeah, so and I make sure that they're. My that's client, a great. Yeah. That yeah, that's a great. Yeah. So if you listening to this, if you guys have that initial conversation mm-hmm. and by sending them something, it, so they're like, "Oh crap!" I you know, you send yeah. me a coffee card. I can't go somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. There's like the. It builds some a bond it, beyond just the conversation. Exactly, it, and it just binds uh, you to them for sure. On if it's a client from a referral partner, a realtor, coffee cart out to them as well, and a quick phone call. Hey, thanks for the referral. Right. Yeah. So you just it's all about communication is key. Like one of the things Absolutely. we had a little mastermind the other day, <laughs> mm-hmm. and it, the the key thing that keeps coming up is communication, communication. Nobody is ever going to be like, you know, and if they do tell you you're over communicating, that's actually like a compliment. It's like, great. They're like, slow down, buddy. Your communication's too good, right? So I I think that when I was doing a transition in terms of getting more realtors and focusing more on that segment, I polled realtors. I just randomly have a list of realtors Mm -hmm. on the North Shore and I just start, hey, what are your major pain points? What what is it that you want to see in a mortgage broker? And time and time and time again was just communication was the overriding need there. So, right. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So if somebody was starting out in the business today, like what advice would you give a new agent if they're like, hey, I'm just starting out? Yeah. Like, what's the turn around, go back where you came from? Right <laughs> that's, not, that's not good advice, Sandra. Like, <laughs> no, it's not very nice I'm at all. Kidding. You're like, listen, yeah, <laughs> you know, Subway's hiring, yeah, you can yeah. be an artist. Uh, and- yeah. No, I think what I would say are system, 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 build that system quick, fast, yeah. early. And consistency is key. Right. And nothing is going to happen tomorrow, the next day, the next month. So you have to be committed in building that system and building that consistency. And play the long game. Like it's you a, gotta. it's a, yeah. this is a marathon. But man, it, if you can, I thought about this the other day, you know, yeah. like if you, you've been in the business seven years yeah. or six years, yeah. that, but if you put the time in six, seven years in this business, so yeah. you could take seven years to go through med school, yeah. but you actually could be making this more, more than a doctor. Yeah. Didn't go th- and you actually been making money the whole, whole time, time, and you didn't go to med school, right? Yeah. And so it's now that's not everybody's going to be everyone's experience, right. but the reality is, is that I have talked to so many people that mm-hmm. in that situation mm-hmm. that it's you know it seems no. The thing is, when you talk to so many people that are doing it, it seems normal. You're like, yeah. well, I can I can name off you know yeah. dozens of people in that situation. But the yeah. point is, is that you got to play the long game. You've got to like. You know, get mentoring, get help. Totally. Like I'm sure, like in you, in your case, so you had you know you had a sales background. So yeah. you, people is easy for you. Yeah. Oh, one of the things I wanted to ask mm-hmm. you about, which I know, is you have like some you do some fun stuff with your realtors. So tell me right. about <laughs> tell me about this. I knew this was gonna. Uh, yeah, I, I had to talk about this because this is so. Tell yeah. me about this, the fun thing that you yeah. do with your realtors that yeah. you've had good <clears throat> success with. It was. Yeah, I forget how it came to me, but Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. I, I've never seen an episode, but there's a character on there that he's asked what he does, and he says, I drink and I know things. So I had seen that come up a couple of times, and I had been running some sort of lunch and learns and bringing in some keynotes for my realtors at the Remax there. And what I learned was that 
I would get more people out if I plied them with booze and food. Right. Really, realtors like booze, like <laughs> free, free booze yeah, and food. Free right? booze and food. Yeah. So then, I, so then I, I just just a career I'll pivot, and this is what I'm going to do. So I made a T-shirt, a couple T-shirts, and it said on the front, "I drink and I know things," and it had the Origin logo on the back. And so I just put out an impromptu like invitation. Mm-hmm. I drink and I know things, and the whole premise was that you'd come, I'd give you some beer, and we would just learn things about the industry. We'd learn about each other, best practices, what you're doing. And then I would layer in sort of my services yeah. through the conversation. And yeah, first go five or six, maybe seven, came in and out, drinking beer a little bit, but word spread very quickly. And the next week it doubled. And then so I was doing it every two weeks. And then the next one was like 18, 19. And then we just kind of sort of settled in around 15 realtors were coming out every two weeks and lots of salty snacks, kept the beer flowing. And what's the loose... I don't know. Loose lips. I don't know. Sink ships. Is that, 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 yeah, I don't know what you're saying. Hopefully not sinking ships. Uh, but uh, yeah, it just with the beer flowing and just that camaraderie that was building, it was just easy to transition into the referral. Oh, hey, I got a client. You yeah, yeah, exactly. That, yeah. You're, it's you're in relationship with them. I thought I said to you, if I and everybody, and the great part about this is that you take your personality and apply it to your market opportunity. Yeah. And for me, I would be like, I drink and I forget things because I would do, there's no, I'd be like, listen, I'm like, what's your name again? I'd be, yeah. it would be not good. So yeah. I think everybody, you know, but I love that concept. And yeah. if you have the right, you know, mix, I think yeah. it's a good way to like, yeah. okay. So this is the last question I want to ask you, the DeLorean question. So this mm. is where I say, Hey, I put you in your, you know, mm. this DeLorean mm. car time travel, send you mm. back to seven, six, seven years ago. Wow. You're starting out again. You're, yeah. you're sitting across the table yeah. and you're saying, Sandro, you need to do these three things to make your business more successful. What would you do? What would you tell yourself? Pick up the phone more. I didn't do that enough early on. I think that would have been exponentially helpful. Mm-hmm. Be more consistent. And I really think that consistency wins the day. Like right. you, you can't expect to do one thing one day, oh, it didn't work, and then move on. You gotta pick something and stick with it. And then lastly, recognize that you need help right away. Mm-hmm. Like this idea of waiting until you're busy to get help, I think you need to be in front of the ball there. Right uh, on that one. So you're meaning like I, underwriting I, support or like whatever that looks like. Yeah, underwriting support or I know things are tight for a lot of people initially and they don't have the money to reinvest, but that's a big part of what I do as well is reinvesting. Mm-hmm. And like every top performing athlete, they're not out there doing it themselves. No. Everyone they've got coaches, they got trainers, they mm-hmm. got, you know, nutritionists, they got masseuse, you know, all that stuff. Right. And that's what makes them excellent. So. Right. It take, it'll help you accelerate where you want to go faster. Yeah. So yeah. I, I agree. That's something I've learned too. I'm in my forties now and mm-hmm. trial and error is just expensive. And I just I'm like, man, if somebody can show me a faster way to get there, I'm just like, yeah. let me follow your path. I'll I'll still apply my own creativity. Totally. But dude, I'm like, I do not want to waste time on yeah. figuring stuff out. So yeah. You'd also probably tell yourself, I would suspect to buy as much Vancouver real estate as humanly possible. Yeah, you'd be like, dude, buy everything you can and hold on with <laughs> yeah. your fingernails, yeah. white knuckle it, white yeah. knuckle it, and yeah. just be like, and you'd be like sitting back on, woo, yeah. you know, that would have yeah. probably been good advice six or seven years ago. Yeah, that's what I keep telling my wife that we should have bought that. We should have bought that. Mm-hmm. I know. I, we look back to and it's like, man. But anyway, dude, well, I appreciate you coming on the show today. Thank you, thank you for, for your time me. and yeah. thanks for coming to Isla Burgers Working World headquarters. Yeah. And thank you guys for checking out this episode with Sandro and we'll be talking to you soon. Thank you.